0: It can be so frustrating to feel like you're the only one who just can't seem to get it together. Let me be the first to tell you, you are not alone. And that's what we discuss here on this podcast. My guests and I talk about everything from love, marriage, parenthood, and careers to discovering what our purpose is and finding the confidence to walk in it. Listen, you don't have to navigate this thing alone. We can do it together. This is Looking For My Fit. One thing that I have learned over these last few years is that women pulling together to support one another is one of the most powerful things that can happen, and I just want to tap into that more. Over the next few weeks, I am going to be talking to some women who have had something on their heart, who have had a dream that they wanted to achieve and who finally said, you know what, I'm not going to keep putting this off. I'm going for it. I'm going to do it in spite of the doubts that I may have, in spite of the fears that are looming over me. I'm doing it anyway. And that's what I am praying will help to free some people from that hesitation to go after it. You know what you want to do. You know what's been laying on your heart. And sometimes you just need to hear that story from somebody else. You need to see that somebody else went through the same thing, felt the same thing and still found a way to push through and make it happen. I'm hoping that when you hear this, there'll be a moment where you say, yeah, I got this. I can do it. I hope that you will enjoy these next few weeks as I speak with these amazing women. I hope that something will resonate with you, and I hope that you'll share it. So lock in and get loaded for today's guest as she talks about the major change that she made in her life and how much better and how much more empowered she feels since making that change. Hey, what's going on, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Looking For My Fit podcast, y'all. I'm so excited. You don't even understand Today's guest has literally, and I, this is no exaggeration, changed my life. Changed my... I need y'all to get into this. I want y'all to know the only makeup I have on my face are these lips. This, this is it's all... all you. <laughs> y'all, I don't have no, no, no extra tinted moisturizer, no. no powder. I have nothing but skin, and it is because... Of this amazing woman she is a licensed Mm -hmm. esthetician and skin therapist but i simply call her the skin Mm -hmm. miracle worker Mm y'all welcome my girl eras diana thank
1: you thank you so much for such a wonderful and heartfelt
0: introduction girl (laughs) i mean this from the bottom of my soul you Mm -hmm. and tasha that's how we yeah. met. i talk about Tasha in a sec. Y'all always, listen, anything y'all need, I got yeah. y'all. <laughs> I got y'all. So look, y'all, no, for real. This skin, seriously, get into it. You mm-hmm. don't, before I met Aris, I had so many dark spots, um, acne. I was oily, mm-hmm. but it was also dry. It was just- yeah so much going on with my skin and I had just thought that I I was just stuck with it I was like I've been dealing with this for years and Mm. I just couldn't imagine even there's no way I would have thought I would have gotten here like no way I had I went through high school and um had no acne (laughs) I I don't know how I skipped that part right (laughs)
2: My, like, the, I was the like, worst
0: part for people yeah I was like okay and then as an adult I would have a couple breakouts here and there and then I had a baby and it's yeah. like my my everything changed. hormones
1: changed yeah. yes
0: <clears> all <throat> of this acne and I just been dealing with it for years and yeah. so um Tasha who is a friend of both of ours yeah spoke life over me one day she texted me out the blue and was like me you getting ready to do big things. You talk about seeing something. I'm like, I received that. She was like, and your face is going to need to be out to the public and I want to help you. And I love her for that because, you know, sometimes you can be a little iffy to say stuff, something like that to somebody. Right. And she was like, yeah. And so, you know, just for her to love me enough to be like, hey, I love you. Let's see if we can get this skin cleared up. She's like, I'm going to put you in with my girl, Mm (laughs) Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever told you this before, but I was looking at one point for somebody and I found you, Ah. but I never tried to get on because you were booked. It was like, couldn't get in. I think that speaks (laughs) to who you are, but she gave me one of your appointments.
1: Yeah. One of her appointments. Yeah.
0: Yes, And I remember when she told me that I thought the same thing. I was like,
1: cause she told me a a little bit about you and what you were getting ready to do. And she was like, if it's okay with you, I'd like to give my appointment to one of my friends. She's going to be doing this. I really want her skin to get together. And that almost brought a tear to my eye because I was like, talk about love. I was like, girl. Yes. Send her in.
0: Is that not love? So, so much love much. but aris i mean this with so much sincerity when i call you a miracle mm-hmm. worker i think a lot of times so i i have been to dermatologists and all kinds of people who mm-hmm. one did not even remotely have what you you're coming to you is an experience it Thank is not it. just a facial it's a whole experience Y'all, I can't even put into words. You gotta see it for yourself. You don't live in Charlotte? Come to Charlotte. (laughs) Get an appointment and get with her. But after one treatment, you showed me the mirror at the end of that, and I was like, "What? It's crazy." (laughs) Not like a day later, two day later. Immediately following, you gave me the mirror, and I was like, "That's my face." Yep. So. Yeah. So, okay. So I'm going to stop talking. I could talk about you forever. Uh, I'm so serious, but I want you on here for a couple reasons today. One, I just want people to see who has changed this face in this life, but two, you have such an amazing story. And so I'm going to shut my mouth and I'm handing it over to you. Tell me how you even got to this point of figuring out that this was your passion or this was your purpose. or this is where you were supposed to be for now
1: absolutely so my story is actually very similar to yours Jamika. Um, starting a little bit before I started having issues with my skin I just always have been one of those types of people where I've just always felt like I'm here to do something you know so all through high school and through college I'm like what is this thing like it was like an itch that I couldn't find you know it was like yeah. I'm supposed to be doing something. What is it? So I experimented with a lot of different um, occupations, a lot of different jobs. Like I was a personal stylist. I was a chef. I did natural hair. Like I did some (laughs) of everything, right? Dabbling in a lot of things, trying to find. I was like, if I could just experience it, I know what it feels like, right? I know how it will feel when I find that thing. So always have felt like there has been a calling on my life is the the point there. And so. (laughs) It has always been, you know, this this search or this quest for it or to kind of un- uncover it within myself. So I have along that time of doing that searching, um, I had always struggled with skin issues, right? So um, when I was in high school is when it started. And this was probably like around freshman year of high school. Um, I cheered, I was captain of my cheerleading team, made varsity as a junior. Like so it was always at games and you know, in front of people. And I did the morning announcements in high school. And so always like, it was like, okay. Always (laughs) was in front of people, right? But Always had this issue with self-confidence because of how my skin looked. Um, And it was bad. I mean, acne breakouts, there was a point where there was not a clear space on my skin. The hyperpigmentation, the dark spots, and especially with us being a little bit more fair, you see those dark spots so much more. Glaring. Right? (laughs) and um you know acne breakouts everywhere and so and interestingly enough both my parents have beautiful clear skin I don't know
0: mine too and my brother I I was like
1: right so my mom bless her heart was so sympathetic and she we were living in Pensacola Florida at the time and she was about a year. Span where she made appointments with like every single notable dermatologist in our city. She's like, I got to get my baby's skin clear. Like, I don't know what to do. Can you help me? And we went to probably five or six different skincare professionals, um, each time thinking, okay, this is going to be it. You know, Mm we're going to find something, we're going to do something. And each of them recommending a different um, chemical treatment, a different topical cream, a different pill, a different antibiotic. And so At the end of that year, you know, we would go to one dermatologist, we would test out whatever they recommended for about three months or so, and then nothing would improve or it would get worse. And then we're like, okay, let's find somebody else. And we'll go through that same thing. So by the end of that year, year and a half, my skin was in worse shape than when I began. It was so much more sensitive now. I had even more breakouts. My skin was burned from um, the topical creams. Right. And then that left scarring. So it was just a mess, you know, (laughs) to to tell you the truth. Now at the time, I also had other health issues. Right. Um, I had really heavy, painful um, periods, very heavy, painful cycles. Um, I had digestive issues. And so in relationship to regulating my cycle, my doctors put me on birth control. And this was probably about my sophomore, junior year of high school. Yeah. Um, And as a side effect of that, you know, consuming those synthetic hormones, it kind of balanced my skin out, right? Yeah. So I had less breakouts. I was starting to wear makeup then. So I was like, well, I can at least cover the scars, you know, Mm -hmm. at least I'm not having as, you know, frequent breakouts. And I wasn't um, bedridden for a week every month when my cycle came. So I kind of like coasted with that, right? I was like, well, I'm not gonna try and figure out what's causing it anymore. I'm just gonna be thankful that I'm not in pain and that my skin, you know, isn't looking crazy. So I went on with that. My sophomore, junior, senior year, freshman year of college, right? Um, I started to take this interest in health and wellness. So I majored in organizational communications at uh, University of North Carolina at Charlotte, and they had a special, a concentration under that communications major, which was health communications. So you would essentially be the person that would implement different health campaigns into um, corporate organizations, basically help to keep their um, workforce healthy, right? So you would um, create like juice cleanses or would do like exercise meetup groups for the company and for the employees. So I was like, that seems cool. And it was something that I was kind of drawn to. So I selected that as my concentration and really started to get into the health and wellness industry. And I started researching different things and started watching different YouTube videos, reading different books on people about health and nutrition and um, came across several articles about the negative health effects of uh, oral contraceptive, of birth control, Mm, right? And so I was like, well, I have a history of um, hormonal imbalances. I really shouldn't be taking these synthetic hormones, right? So I made the decision to take myself off of birth control. Uh And was cool. I was like, wait, okay. For happen, right? <laughs> I was just saying, well, what did that do? Because I know you right. like, I, like, oh. oh. I was like, on go. I was yeah. like, okay, let me, let me see what's gonna happen. Yeah. And for about a year, year and a half, I was cool. So I was like, okay, awesome. My skin was still relatively clear. You know, yeah. I didn't have any pain again with uh, my menstrual cycle. And so, but about that year, too right so I guess I'm guessing at this point and this is I hear this story a lot especially with clients who are dealing with hormonal acne and they've been on oral contraceptives before um it takes about a good two to three years to really get those chemicals out of your system right when they do honey my skin was worse than when I was in high school
0: girl that is just so I feel that
1: so I'm like, okay, what am I gonna do? In the meantime, had graduated from high school, right? Yeah. Got my first job um, in, in, a, in my major in communications, was working, you know, and just stressed out, just really not liking the job that I had, working long hours, trying to make ends meet. You know, so many other life issues, but my, the pain with my cycle had returned. I decided to leave that job, was working other odd end jobs and just generally was just in a state of depression, to be honest with you, still didn't feel like I had any direction in my life. I didn't feel like I was doing what I was sent here to do. And just for probably like a good four, three, four years was just really lost, to be honest with you. Um, And then I was unemployed for a period of time. And finally got this job. Hallelujah, girl. This is my testimony, girl. (laughs) Got this job working at Mattress Firm, Jamaica, right? Had been out of work. Seriously, had been out of work for like a year and a half and finally got this opportunity. And I was like, I don't want to sell mattresses, Lord, but okay, you You know, that's all I had. Yeah, Went in, sold the mattresses, girl. That made me even more depressed.
2: (laughs) But, um,
1: you know, it served its purpose because i was at work one day and this is kind of like where things started turning around oh okay i missed the part so in 2013 i had just moved into my first house right okay and moving was really expensive i think i shared this story with you before moving was really expensive and so i was like i'm gonna put myself on a budget right Until um i can kind of recoup my expenses And this was probably like two years before I had started working on a mattress firm. I bought my house and the following year, it got laid off, right? So I was like, I'm just gonna recoup my expenses. So when I thought about um, putting myself on a budget, the first thing that came to mind was, okay, I'm gonna cut back on my weekly grocery expenses. So, when I looked at my receipts from my groceries, I was like, well, meat is the most expensive thing on here.
2: Yeah. Right. It is.
1: And (laughs) I'm like, and on top of that, I never really liked preparing or touching or dealing with raw meat. When I was living at home and my mom was cooking the meals, I just showed up at the dinner table and I just eat what had been made. But now that I was out on my own and I was actually having to make my own meals. I just didn't like really dealing. I didn't like the smell. I didn't like the look. I'm like, this is an actual leg of a chicken. (laughs) Stop, Right? (laughs) This is weird to me. (laughs) And so, but I'm like, I'm going to eat it and not seasoned, wash it, seasoned up, cook it up, eat it. Right? But it was weird. (laughs) So I was like, since I don't like it anyway and it's expensive, I'm just for like a month or two going to do without meat until I get back on my feet. Right? At this point, again, my acne had come back raging with a vengeance, um, debilitating cramps during my menstrual cycle to the point where I was like bedridden, like could not go to work, could not function, could not feed myself, just literally in the bed for seven to eight days. Right. Um, I was overweight, Jamika. I was over 200 pounds at the time. And again, dealing with digestive issues, every time I would eat anything, my stomach would just swell up, would just become really bloated. Like I was almost eight months pregnant, like just a lot of discomfort. Wow. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to take this meat out until I'm able to get back on my feet. And so that's exactly what I did. And when I went to the grocery store, I got my chickpeas and my lentils and my wild rice and my brown rice and my quinoa and I got lots of vegetables and different seasonings and spices and that's kind of was like my thing for that time I just would steam vegetables make mashed potatoes have some type of um, whole grain you know and would just yeah. have a lot of fun in the kitchen making these meals and then I would get on the internet and I'd be like okay, different recipes that I could make and yeah. I would look up different recipes and they would have meat in it and I would just take it out or substitute it with like a bean or chickpeas or something like that and That's so okay. during that time, I was like, "This is really fun. Like, I like being <laughs> in the kitchen, right? Yeah. Now that I'm not having to do deal with like parts of dead animals, this is kind of cool. Aaron, <laughs> I'm serious. Carnivores, carnivores. convicted carnivore. <laughs> no shades, no. no I'm coming over. Yeah,
0: no, I'm coming over, though, Erin. So coming over, listening to you, I'm like, you are right. You are right. Okay,
2: go on. <laughs>
1: It's just how I felt, right? I didn't tell nobody what to
2: do, (laughs) but I
1: was just like, this is cool now that I'm not having to deal with that. So I had a lot of fun in the kitchen making these meals, right? So about three weeks into this, I had posted a picture on Instagram. One of my girlfriends from college was like, Aris, are you losing weight? And I had told you because I had posted a picture with like my hand on my hip and you could like see my collarbone. Oh, that's the one. <laughs> I didn't even know I had a collarbone. Didn't know it was there, right? Because it had been hidden this whole yeah. time. And I was like, you know what? I have noticed my clothes fitting a little bit differently. I hopped on a scale and I had lost 20 pounds.
0: Wow. Jamaica
1: in three weeks. What? hadn't seen the inside of a gym and I know this really isn't that this isn't that common there are some people who do make this transition and they see weight loss that quickly but from my understanding it's not that common but for me in that three weeks I had lost 20 pounds I wasn't working out. I wasn't doing anything I wasn't doing yoga nothing just from simply taking out uh, pork, beef, fish, seafood, yeah. everything out of my diet right? So okay. something else that I noticed was I used to wake up every morning with a new breakout, right? There would be yep. some type of new bump somewhere on my face when I watched it the next morning. And I was noticing that it was like five, six, seven days before I was experiencing a new breakout. Mm. And I'm like, this is interesting, right? Yeah. Now, at the time, I didn't know what was causing that change because again I come from a traditional southern family everything was fried canned vegetables (laughs) frozen vegetables like very rarely did we have fresh whole food yeah so I'm like well I wonder if it's you know me not eating meat anymore I wonder if that has anything to do with this so of course I go online and I'm like okay let me see clear skin no meat see what pops up right yeah and of course I'm like inundated with all of this information, all of these case studies, all of this research of people who had not only lost a little bit of weight and cleared their skin um, through eating more of a, of a plant-based diet, but people who had also reversed degenerative diseases, cancer, fibromyalgia, Lyme's disease, multiple sclerosis, right? Yeah. At those levels, people were consuming more of what's known as a raw food or a live food diet, so not cooking any yeah. of their vegetables. Um, to get all of the enzymes and all of the vitamins and then supplementing, of course, with herbs, um, essentially detoxing their body to get rid of the sickness through the raw foods and the herbs. And I was just like, mind blow. <laughs> <Like>, I had <laughs> yeah. never heard anything like this before. I never even knew that there was an alternative to the dietary lifestyle that I was following previously. Yeah. So I became obsessed. I'm the type of person when I <laughs> learn something new, yeah, and, and I see that it's working for me. I'm sold. I'm done. Yeah, I'm in. So, I'm I mean? in. Yeah. 100% both feet, not looking, <laughs> just jump, right? Like, just just look, nope. <laughs> yep. Okay. So, and from that day, I never went back to eating meat, right? So, um about a year and a half later, I eventually got rid of the dairy as well and was 100% plant-based. So... I was telling this story. I had to go back and tell that about the food. Okay, perfect. Remember at Mattress Firm, right? Yes. Yes. So now we're fast forwarding to about, because I lost my job, had to move out of my house, move back with my parents, got this job at Mattress Firm, right? Still maintained my plant-based diet through all of those ups and downs, because it's very economical to be plant-based, honestly. And so got the job at Mattress Firm, saved up enough money, got a new place, was kind of on my feet, you know, was doing well with that job. It had um, different kind of earning potential. So I was able to kind of get to a point where I was able to take care of myself. Right. Yeah. Now, once things kind of stabilized, that little itch started coming back. Like this, what, what you you not doing, what you supposed to be doing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> now I was feeling much better now. Right. In terms right. of mental clarity, in terms of my health. I didn't have any physical pain in my body. And so I feel like that's important. I mentioned that because I feel like, feel like that's was put me in a position to be more aware and receptive to signs and messages and guidance. Yeah. Right. And so I was at work at mattress firm and I was looking for jobs and I saw this posting for a retreat director for a massage and skin therapy clinic in South Charlotte, right? Yeah. Now, I've always been about my self-care, right? Yeah. I am a cancer, cancer son. So I love like the nurturing and the water and the warmth and the love and the like pampering and the self-care. Yeah. That's that's my thing, right? Yeah. And so that posting kind of jumped out at me because i'm like well that might be nice to work in that kind of setting that kind of relaxing you know setting and because i had management experience with mattress firm i now was qualified thank you God, oh, right, for that it? position right what are you doing he what to he do do it doing girl what didn't want to be there he was just qualifying me girl where i needed to be right so i was like know? I'm going to parlay this, you know, retail management experience and see if I can, you know, get this opportunity. So I applied for the job and immediately got a call back. Right. Yes. Oh, interview for the job. Got it. Okay. Now at this point, I was like, maybe I want to go into massage therapy. Right. Mm. Okay. So, because again, this background that I have in, in, uh, holistic health and wellness and then coupling that with my personal interest in self-care and, and therapy and regeneration of the body and all this kind of stuff everything that i had learned from going plant-based seeing people having the experience to see people um heal themselves from cancer firsthand right yeah, through lifestyle yeah. and through food i was inspired by that and i was like maybe um, it's massage therapy, you know, and that's why I was attracted to this job. And so it's like, what I'm going to do is while I'm here and while I'm managing this retreat, I'm going to really talk to the massage therapist and see what the best schools are, see what their experiences, so on and so forth. So as soon as I got into the role, that's what I began to do. And what I realized was massage therapist got it hard. Okay. <laughs> like this is-
0: this is some hard work. <laughs> <laughs> I trained a girl that is a massage was a massage therapist and she would come in like drained. Like she Gosh. needed to train her like to pour back into her so she could pour back into her clients. Like I've heard. Listen,
1: that. if you know massage therapists, give them a hug right now and pray over them because <laughs> it is hard work. And I mean, they were at where I was um, a director, they were doing about five to seven clients a day. Ooh, and you're yeah. talking about deep tissue work and not only just the physical demand on the body to be able to perform that level of yeah. therapy, but also the emotional draining yep. that it that it requires, you know, because the reason why people are tense in certain areas usually has something to do with some type of emotion that they're holding on to. And you have to be able to work through that as well. And so I was like, I don't, this is great, <laughs> but I don't know if this is... <laughs> what I want to do so I'm like here I am again knocking up against the wall like Lord give me a sign so I'm working the job it's a a great position but I'm like okay back personally back to my drawing board because I still haven't found that thing so one of my first uh, tasks that I was charged with upon taking this position was that our lead esthetician had just got a promotion and she was moving to Dallas where our headquarters was. And so we needed to hire her replacement plus two other estheticians. Right.
2: Right.
1: So she and I worked together on that because this person, of course, would be replacing her. She had the experience of being an esthetician and knew what to look for, but I kind of had the bigger picture of what we needed for the team. So we started interviewing together and while i'm sitting in on these interviews and listening to the stories of these women who went to aesthetic school and why they went and what they had learned in their training as far as nutrition and how it related to skin and how they're you know eager to educate their clients on this connection and everything i'm like
2: hmm, mm.
1: <laughs> this seems interesting right and so then we would also have to people who made it through to a certain level of the interviewing process would have to actually perform a facial and we would have to observe it, right? Yeah. And so we're sitting in there watching one of the candidates do a treatment and I'm in the treatment room and I'm like, because when you're managing a retreat and spa, this is something else that I learned, that's not a relaxing job. That's <laughs> very, very demanding, very, very uh, high pressure. Right? Yeah. But then when I got back into the treatment room, I was like, it's relaxing back here. I like it back here. I like it back here. <laughs> and I like what she's doing. I could do that. I remember yeah. seeing her do the facial. And that was my thought. I was like, that's something I could do. So then my wheels started turning again. And I was like, well, I have this you know, history with my skin. I had just been covering my skin up with makeup again at this point. And I was like, I never really had thought about nor when I was seeing dermatologists back in the day for my skin, I never thought about skincare. Yeah, They never talked to me about what are you using to cleanse nope. and hydrate and nope. repair and moisturize your skin? What are you using to care for your skin, right? Nope. So this was very interesting to me. And so I was like, okay, well, as we were doing interviews, I was like, now, what school did you go to? <laughs> doing research. What was your experience there? <laughs> okay and you know putting my own little questions in yeah. the interview. <laughs> so um very long story short well it actually isn't a long story I had started that job probably in uh the end of winter by that summer I had uh applied got accepted and had enrolled in an esthetician school <laughs> we're not playing no games we're not
0: playing listen I didn't feel I was like problem. I'm just gonna we try moved. it Yeah.
1: Right. I'm just going to try it. So that was, let's see now, Jamaica, that was in late 2015. Listen, you, wait a minute. I would have thought you had been doing, girl. No, I'm only going into about my sixth year of practice now. So I graduated from um, aesthetic school, May, 2016. Wow. And it was the best experience ever. When I tell you I excelled in school, I was the top of my class. Everybody who went, we had to do what was called clinic, yes. which was, you know, we had um, in-class training for like part of the first semester. And then we were on the floor. We actually offered uh, facial treatments and body treatments and waxing and stuff like that at discounted rates for people who wanted to come in so that we could get our hours and experience. Everybody wanted to come to me to get facials. Uh, like, it was the best experience yes. ever. And I, for the first time, was like, this is it.
0: Yes. I was yes. like,
1: this is it because it's not that physically draining, mm-hmm. right? It's a very relaxing environment. It's something that I have a connection to in terms of helping people improve their skin because I've been there.
2: Yes. You
1: know, and so, and it was so eye opening to learn the proper care of the skin because I was like, this is what I've been missing the whole time when I was struggling with my skin issues. It's nothing that can be fixed with a pill or with a cream. No, You actually have to cultivate skin health, right?
0: Come on now, you a skin so cultivator, honey. You have to cultivate it. And it's <laughs> yes. what
1: you do on a daily, what you're eating, what you're thinking, how you're caring for the skin. Um, so I was like, while I was in school, I was like, hey, this is it, you know? Um, I We were a... Well, I don't want to use a name because okay, it wasn't no that positive. But <laughs> at the school, yeah. every um, <laughs> esthetician school, you use a certain brand. You're sponsored by a certain brand of skincare products, right? Imagine. And those are the products that you use for your treatment. You have a specialist, for, a representative from that brand come in, teach you how to use those products and give you information not, or knowledge about product knowledge about all of the products. Um, and then their hope is that once you go out and you get your own place or you open your own spot, you'll use those products yeah, too, right? Gosh. Well, we, um, I went to, my school was in Gastonia, right? So we were kind of in the country yeah. <laughs> and our clientele was predominantly older Caucasian women, right? So they had very thin, very sensitive, very fragile skin. And we were using a brand, a product brand that was... very concentrated in a lot of exfoliating chemicals. It was like a, it was more of like a high tech delivery system kind of product where cutting edge technology merged with salicylic acids and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Long story short, it was burning our client's skin mm. to the point where, and not just with me, with all of the other students as well. So the point where we were unable to actually go through a full treatment without having to stop and take the product off and I'll put aloe on the person's skin. Right. Oh. And give them a minute to calm down. You know, people leaving with red faces and thinking oh, that that's God. normal. So I'm like, I can't yeah. use <laughs> these products, you know? Yeah. Especially because I had friends and family that was coming in, you know, to support me, coming in to see me. And I'm like, I wouldn't use this on my face. I don't want to use it on their face.
2: Yeah.
1: So I had started making um care products at home to bring in to use in the treatments right yeah now one of my uh personal interests that I've always had especially with being in the wellness industry and with being in massage and skin therapy working at that clinic I had developed like this um, love for working with different herbs and essential oils and clays and different hydrosols and so I had a cabinet for full of like rose water and pure aloe vera gel and different bentonite clays and kaolin clay and so I was like I'm just gonna mix up like a cleanser and a toner just a generic you know product line for me to use on people's skin so that they don't have these adverse reactions so Started using these products on people's skin at school Jamaica. Almost got kicked out of school for it because we wasn't supposed to do you that. You not supposed to do that. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to do that. Okay. Like hey, what? No, but I, I saw a need. I'm yeah. like, y'all ain't giving us any other options. So it was kind of on the low. I yeah. like, you know, and so, and people's skin
2: yeah.
1: started improving just like you. At the end of their treatment, they'd be like, oh, my skin looks really good yes and I'm like okay well look come back next month let's see if it gets better you know yeah. and so after about a month of noticing like hearing people say at the end of their facial like my skin looks really good thank you so much I love the way my skin looks my skin has never looked this way before it's so soft it's so smooth it's so hydrated I look back at these yeah. products that I made and I was like
0: you own to something girl
1: right So I had picked five clients. There were five women that always came to me. One of them is a lady who is still my client to this day. She was actually the first person that ever did a facial on. She's still my client right now. Wow. Picked five of them. I was like, listen, I made these products. I know that you trust me. You know that you've been seeing improvements in your skin. Would you mind if I like take pictures of your skin right now? And we kind of like, Do this for like the next two months and see if your skin improves at the end. See if it looks better, if it feels better. All of them were like, yeah, absolutely. So I had them coming in on an every two week rotation Ah. just because we had such a short amount of time, right? To have them coming in every two weeks, doing these facials, every single case, Jamaica. Their skin became more radiant, more resilient, less red writers texture had improved right yeah so i was like i'm gonna start my own practice and i'm gonna have my own products let's go okay <laughs> so, high. so that was my goal once i graduated i was like i'm gonna do my own thing i'm gonna start my own practice this is gonna be my the products that i use yeah never really had intention to retail them it was just gonna be the products that i use in my professional treatments. So graduated from school in May and about uh, a month before graduation, we had gotten a new instructor, woman of color, love her to death. she was the only we was the only two up in that place, right.
2: <laughs>
1: um, and she had come from a Veda, right? Uh, yeah, and so she was like, you know, you have a lot of talent, you have a lot of passion. I'm gonna put in a word for you at the Aveda Institute. And it just so happened that my mom got her eyebrows done at this place, which was an Aveda concept salon as well. And so there's different salons around Charlotte, different spots around Charlotte that are kind of like Aveda concept, right? Yeah. And so um, long story short, she came to me, my instructor came to me one day and she was like, um, I want you to apply for this position. And it happened to be the same place where my mom got her eyebrows done. Yeah. So I went with my mom to get her eyebrows done to kind of check out the place, <laughs> um, and you know, see everybody how it felt. And I was like, this is, this is a nice place. And so we talked to the lady there and, and I had told her that my instructor had recommended them that they were hiring for an esthetician. And, um, the lady was like, yeah, like, I would love to have you come in for an interview. And so I was like, okay, you know, I already had my plan. I already knew what I was going to do. So I wasn't really um, banking on that opportunity, but I was like, it might be a good experience to interview with an an actual uh, salon and spa just to kind of see, because I had never outside of my last position really worked in that industry for a long time.
2: Yeah.
1: So I applied for the position. They hired me on the spot before I'd even graduated. They wow. were like, well, this just gonna let you work the front desk because what I did was I had to perform a facial on the lady. And yeah. at the end of the facial, she was like, when can you start?
0: Girl, I would say, right? who, I know you got that. <laughs> if that. If that was your interview, you had that child. She was like, you can "Right, can a salon. <laughs> So I was like, well, I
1: don't graduate until May. Um, And this was about like January or February. And she was like, well, if you want the position, what we can do is just have you work the front desk, right? You can manage our front desk, learn kind of like the ins and outs, scheduling and everything. And then once you graduate, you can transition to your esthetician role. So I was like, okay, you know, thank you for the opportunity. Um, Went back to school and still was focused on opening my own practice once I graduated, right? So as part of our uh, graduation process, we actually had to um, pretend like we were opening our own practice, right? And present that to the school, to our um, instructors. And we had to look at startup costs and we had to create a name and we had to create a service menu. We had to um, see what our uh, profit would be in terms of, you know, our inventory and the cost of treatment, like break everything down in a lot of detail of how to run your own business. Yeah. And in the process of doing that, I'm like, hmm, I got to buy all this equipment, Mm -hmm. have rent, all this overhead straight out of school. And I don't have, you know, a clientele. I have these five ladies who I've been doing facials on, but that's going to be nowhere near what I need to like sustain a business, right? Mm -hmm. So... I I said then that you know I allowed doubt to kind of creep in.
2: Oh, but
1: I realized that this too was part of the plan, right? That that there is really cool. is nothing, right? There really yeah. is nothing that can be outside of the plan, right? Yeah. But what I had decided was I was like, I'm going to take the Aveda job, right? Because yeah. I get to come into a treatment room that's fully equipped. I don't have to have any overhead and I can just get right into practicing and building my clientele and earning. Right. Yeah. So that's what I did. As soon as I graduated, I started working in that role, really loved working with the Aveda brand. Um, Really loved the position. I, however, was not earning as much money as I thought I would because they take so much of your money when you're working for someone else, you know, And so that was a little bit disheartening, but I was like, I'm still going to make it work. And from where I was at that point, mentally, I was like, I'm just going to stay with the Veda. I'm not really going to do my own thing anymore because it's going to be stressful. It's going to be too much, too demanding. Like, I really don't want to have to deal with all that. I just want to come in being small. I was like, I just want to come in, work and leave you know i don't yeah. want to have to deal with the marketing and the promotion and the in the taxes and the you know all of that yeah. so i got really comfortable in that position and i was with them for almost 2 years maybe maybe a little bit less and um there were two straws that broke the camel's back right yeah the first one was that i wasn't making any money right uh-huh. this Second one was that, and I mean, I was, I, I, at one point, I mean, I had fully booked books, like the most, the busiest esthetician that they had on their staff. I'm not surprised. (laughs) You know what I mean? But bringing home, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, now I'm bringing you in this money, but. And that's the way the system is set up. Right. And so. That was the main thing. I was like, this is not what I signed up for. The second thing was that I was having clients who were having adverse reactions to the products. Right. And uh, yeah. And that's so- the, the thing with the Veda is great product line. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. it's not, they use natural ingredients in their formulations. Their products themselves aren't actually natural
2: right yeah
1: and so when you're when you use those particular products let's say just a facial treatment once a month once every six weeks or so it, it performs well but when you're getting somebody on the entire system at least this was my experience right because again they My experience was once I got people using those products on a daily basis to care for their skin on top of, um, using those products in their monthly treatments, they were too high performance and they would cause irritation and sensitivity in the skin. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They, they were more used just for one-off facial treatments, specialty facial treatments, but not necessarily the best option for every day. Right. So started having issues with clients who were using the products and again where I was working they never had had an esthetician who came in had people on a monthly skincare regimen had them with the full daily care at home right so they had never seen the products performing in this light right and so but for me I'm like this isn't working out these products are too strong for them to be used in this way yeah so that little itch came back. Well, you know, this ain't really where you supposed to be anyway. You know, you already have a whole product line created. Yeah. And you over here selling other people's stuff that, you know, in terms of integrity of ingredients is not the best option.
0: Yeah. right. Cause then it's gotta be hard. Cause I mean, just cause I know you, I know that was like, I can't keep doing this to my people. I can't do this to my people.
1: Exactly. It was like as comfortable as I am. Oh, that comfort. This, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I can't keep using this. I can't, in good consciousness, keep recommending something that I know is not the best option for them. Right. Yeah. So I brought back, dusted off all my products, <laughs> that I eat, brought it back, started using it in my treatment room there. Um, which caused a little bit of a conflict of interest, right? Cause we were, you know, yeah. so I was like, had lunch with my mom one day and I'm dealing with all this, like, okay, I'm in a place where I have to use a certain product. I know that there's better options. I'm not making any money. I'm talking to my mom about this over lunch. And she looked at me and she said, I'm gonna give you two weeks to find you an office space so you can start practicing.
0: Come on, mama. Come on, mama. I
1: said, she said, this is foolishness. That was yes. her exact word. She was like, you're so much better than this and you already have what you need. She was like, two oh. weeks, right? I found, and I was like, and, and here's the thing i really didn't want to because i was like "Mom, it's gonna be so much responsibility i really didn't say that to her because i know the way she said it i don't need to have a rebuttal right? yeah she's like, hmm. I'm, I'm saying this to myself i'm like gotta get my mind right because i want to be comfortable yeah i don't want to have to do all this hard work yeah but i'm gonna have to do it right yeah
0: i'm so glad so, you're sharing that though aries because i think yeah. so many people can resonate with that it's so easy to get stuck in the comfort, like complacency yes. is an easy place to quote unquote rest, even mm-hmm. though you know there is more within you. know you. there's more, yep. Okay, carry on, this story is so good. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> go.
1: So I left that day, that day, that lunch with my mom, and on my phone started looking for office spaces, right? Within a week, I had found a location Oh. went to go see it, it was perfect. This was, did you start seeing me at my first office, Jamaica? I like, did, I started seeing what okay. you had a little keypad. And yeah, office, so
2: yeah.
1: found a cute little office space, right uptown, literally three minutes from my house. I was like, this is perfect. Went ahead, put my notice in with Aveda, packaged, packed up my stuff, moved out, had about a week's time Where I could just like kind of regroup, refocus before I started taking clients at the new location. And so this was about, this was around Christmas time, about December that I moved in. I took time to set up the studio, time to get my products. I had to have labels made because up until this point, the products that I had been using had just been in like glass jars, no label or anything on it. Yeah. But in order for us to be able to use those products, um, in a treatment room by state board regulation, they have to be labeled and they have to have the ingredients on it and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, I'm just gonna make these little labels to put on there. So it looks nice, you know, when people come in and they see it. And I was like, what am I gonna call this skincare line? You know, I'm (laughs)
2: like,
1: I was like, people aren't really gonna see it. It's not gonna be for home use. So I'm like, I'm just gonna put my business name on there, Aristeon Skin Therapy, boom, right? Yeah, have my products. Started doing facials. And when I first started, I was probably doing about four facials a week. Really? Right? Yeah. My workload now I do about four facials a day. Oh, girl. Right? Yeah. And had transitioned to that point within a month of opening my practice.
0: Because it was meant to be. That
1: is where you were supposed to be. That was what, and I finally had that feeling like, This is it. And how I knew was because it was so easy. I wasn't doing anything to, you know, attract clients. It was just like new people was, were popping up the sister or the mother or the cousin or the aunt of somebody that I had done a facial with previously, somebody who saw me on Instagram. And so my books just started filling up and to the point where it was like, I was booked a month and then two months in advance. I know. <laughs> and Right. And I was like, this is crazy, right? Yeah. And um, so then the last part, the last puzzle piece was after I had started, you know, getting these people on a routine, my new clients on a routine, and they were coming in every month, they were like, well, Eris, my skin looks great when I leave my facial treatment, but what am I supposed to be using at home for mm. my skin, right? Yeah. And I was like, well ideally you would be using the same uh products that i'm using in treatment and they were like well can i get the cleanser that you use like how where can i get it and i was like well i don't have it available for retail it's just for professional treatments and i remember one of my clients she was like well you need to make it available
2: for retail <laughs> yeah and like, i was what we like
1: <laughs> good point good point point." and so and that's what i did I, I i developed um this was another it's funny how um little puzzle pieces come together back in before i started skin therapy school i was really interested of course as a new vegan i was really interested in learning how to grow my own food and so this was like in 2013 2014 i had volunteered at an organic farm and it was one of the only organic farms here in north carolina and um while i was there and learning about um, agriculture and growing different um fruits and vegetables the lady who owned the farm also grew different herbs and so i like spent a portion of my time just learning how to cultivate and grow different herbs and she wholesale or gave sold those products wholesale so through my relationship i gave her a call because i'm like i need all of these ingredients that i'm using yeah. but in like bulk sizes right so I called her, was able to source some of my ingredients from her. She then had relationships with people overseas that could get me the product, the ingredients that I needed that she didn't have. And so slowly but surely, I started to like kind of weaving everything together and developing these relationships with organic farmers in Morocco and in Bulgaria, here wow. in the States, right? To yeah. source these very high quality of um, basic natural ingredients to create the skincare line. And by Valentine's Day, so again, this was like December, January, by Valentine's Day of that next year, I had the skincare line, this was 2017, I had the skincare line available for retail online.
0: Wow. Erin, oh, is that it? I, I mean, I'm telling you, when I, I'm so glad that your client said, so what we, what we supposed to do out here? Right. Yeah, with you. <laughs> because that would have been my question right when the, as soon as you finished the, my first facial and you turned that mirror around and I saw my mm-hmm. face the very next thing I asked was like so do you sell this that was like right. the next thing and you were like yes and I'm like okay and you would get ready to run me prices I'm like girl it don't even matter <laughs> and I don't even have it like that I said it like I was balling it don't matter you know what I'm saying? I'll sell some off my car real quick if that's what it costs Girl, the way the skin looking, I will right. find a to go sell. I will come back and get this. But that was the thing. I was like, if it looks like this at the end yeah. of the treatment, I need this like daily to use daily, absolutely. And
1: and I'm so glad that my client said that because that's really you know necessary to get your professional treatments and your deep cleansing monthly if yeah. possible. But what's even more important is how you're caring for your skin daily, right? And this is going back to how I was talking about how that's what I was missing in terms of what my dermatologists were teaching me. Nobody ever talked about daily skincare, right? Nor from from my research, were there any skincare lines that used basic, simple, natural ingredients? Like instead of having a toner that has, 10 to 12 to 15 different ingredients in it, I needed something that was like a pure rose water or a pure lemon balm hydrosol. Yeah, Like just like with our, what I found was that when you use these natural ingredients that are full of vitamins and, and minerals and antioxidants, when you use them in their natural form, when you're using these products on a daily basis, what we're doing is we're essentially feeding our skin. Yes right? We're feeding yes. our skin nutrients. And when you have more complex formulations, it dilutes the effectiveness of all the ingredients that you're using,
0: yeah. right? So even though it's and in so, all these good things, it's like the other stuff that you put in there, You the good stuff can't even... Right,
1: put- right. Even, even using a multitude of different good stuff ingredients, right? Yeah. It cancels everything out because it's just like our digestion, right? our body digests food in simple combinations. That's why a lot of people in the raw foods world, they'll talk about mono meals of one fruit, right? So normally people, when they go into this diet, because now I've been raw vegan for, doing the raw vegan thing for almost four four years. But when you first go into it and you have like a fruit meal, you want bananas and papaya and oranges and star fruit, and you want, you know, this big, pretty plate of things.
2: Yeah.
1: people don't realize that it takes different times to digest different foods. Yeah. Right. So if you're, if the meal is complicated, it kind of like um, makes the digestive system work ineffectively. Right. Whereas if you were to eat one meal of papaya, right. There's much more ease in the digestion and the assimilation of those nutrients. So the same thing with our skin, when you're using products that are really complex, the skin's not able to really absorb and utilize all of the nutrients because there's so much going on, you know, yeah. it's so busy. Whereas if you're using a simple uh, product that has just one ingredient, maybe three, four at the most, the skin is much, e- it's much easier for the skin to assimilate those nutrients and for it to do what it needs to do. So kind of applying that same um, concept of ease and digestion And using it when, and keeping that in mind when formulating the products. And I think that's, I believe that that's why I'm able to see such um, rapid results with my clients because their skin's actually able to absorb and utilize the nutrients that it's taking in because the products are so simple.
0: Girl, let me, let (laughs) me tell you what I told y'all, get into it, get into (laughs) it. You, here's where I was blown a lot of times, especially with me, like, I, again, y'all, I'm gonna, I'm gonna find a picture and post it, because I don't -hmm. think people understand, like, you even have one, but the picture that you have was still, after, the the first, yeah, so people don't really know what my face looked like coming in, so when I saw, you put up a side-by-side, you know, comparison on your thing with my face, and people were impressed with that, and I'm like, y'all don't even know, Like, this before was after a couple treatments. It's hard for people to even even fathom, like, what it looked like. I seriously had very few spaces on my face that didn't have that hyperpigmentation. It was, like, everywhere. They were dark. And so, in in addition to that, little pussy breakouts, you know, I always Mm -hmm. say, like, the little thing, like, like the little corn you could pop out, you know, (laughs) like, popping corn off my face. Like, it was like that. (laughs) You know, so... (laughs) Um, even though my personality is like big, that was such an insecurity for me. You know, what I mean? like That's somebody it, yeah. always talking to people and in front of groups of people, but to feel like people like I know they're looking at all these the stuff on my face. There's no way they yeah. can. You know what I mean? Yeah. um But what I was surprised with, so when I come to you. When you have oily skin, a lot of times, you know, out here in media or whatever, they feed you, Mm. get this stuff to to suck out the oil out your face. And you hit me on the other side. So y'all, me and my oily skin, which is no longer oily. Mm -hmm. You taught me like, well, girl, your skin is oily because it's trying to produce the oil that you're not putting into it. Like, (laughs) yeah, that's why it's so oily. I'm like, huh? So with my skincare with Aris, I use three products on my face and Mm -hmm. two of them are oil. Which is mind blowing <laughs> because you would think I got oily skin. Why would I put oil on there? Right. So here I am cleansing my face with oil. Y'all, I cleanse my face with oil. Yeah. Not no water, no nothing. Oil. Make sure my hands are clean. And then you said be gentle. I wish you could see me because I try to channel you. I'm like, be gentle. <laughs> I'm
1: like I am like I'm
0: trying to use it. my fingertips to simulate what you did. So I'm like that. Yes. Then I'm like, you know, gently taking that yes. oil off my face. Spraying my hydrosol, yeah, and then you and girl, I'm for real. I wish you could see me channeling you. I have a little envelope. I'm like, <laughs> I love
2: it.
0: <laughs> let it dry. Then I spray it one more time. But yeah. while that is still wet, I put the other Moroccan the oil. Argan
2: oil yeah. The argan is,
0: yeah, it is. And and I'm I'm massaging this in. What Beautiful. is so is It feels so. It makes my skin feel so supple. Like it feels like it's getting what it needs. But the other crazy thing is after I massage it and it's good, if you would look like it looks like it's a lot on my face. In a few minutes, it is gone. It absorbs everything. It absorbs so quickly. And then here I am with like this glow. Beautiful, Tamika. I looking at myself every day. Like, I mean, every day just amazed that this yes. is my skin girl I'm serious I'm so glad you felt the the itch that needed to be scratched and I'm so happy yes. your mama says stop playing right
2: <laughs> Why exactly. are you
0: playing because we needed that like the world yeah. needed you we needed you
1: yeah
0: thank you yes. um, now in that so through doing this you have your own thing and y'all she's not exaggerated I immediately after the first one was like so how do I get back in here with you because <laughs> <laughs> Tasha gave me an appointment but how do I get in and so you had like a I would y'all a loyal I don't know what you call it, like a yeah. loyalty like hey you want to book in advance absolutely and I was like book me out I don't need to <laughs> share about you this sounds selfish until I check <laughs> with you I'm like how many I got my appointments booked you like, yeah, okay, then i tell people about you. Okay, <laughs> so you can go, I'm like, I gotta make sure I got my appointments. Right. Because yeah. you are, you're so full. It's so hard to get in with you because like you said, your word of mouth. You don't even have to advertise. Yeah. Which speaks volumes. You're just word of mouth. People see Thank people's skin and God. say, who are you going to? So if you were to look online to try to get in with her, like try to book an online skin consultation to see if you can get up in there. Um <laughs> But you have become the, such a huge part of so many people's self-care, including mm-hmm. mine. Thank you. Having said that, you know, <laughs> one of the pieces that I think we leave, so you've told all these stories and how you're looking out for everybody and you're changing lives. Yeah. Even in the process of doing that, though, yeah. sometimes we can pour out and we're not refilling that picture that we're pouring from. So on the last episode when I was talking about self-care isn't selfish, I was sharing your story. I had just gotten uh I had a little self-care for myself. I went and got myself a tea from Starbucks. I was sitting in the parking lot and I got the notification for my facial coming up. I was like, yes, Mm -hmm. God. Because I (laughs) it's a little surprised. I don't even keep up with it. It's like, I wait for the reminder and it doesn't matter what I have. If something was planned, I'm like, oops, well, you're canceled going to see Eric. And so I just got that. I was excited. So I was sitting sipping my tea. I was just sitting still. I was going through Instagram and your story came up. Yeah. And so you were sharing the day before that, you had shared that, have been dealing with it's endometriosis correct Mm -hmm. yes yeah and i'm like i had no idea you know like you had never brought that up you're such a professional like you anytime Mm -hmm. you've been tired or in pain i've never known so i was like what so you shared that and you know i sent you a message and lots of people sent you a message like we didn't know are you okay so you come back the next day sharing, you know, thank you all for reaching out. I know I don't necessarily share all this stuff all the time, but it's something that's been going on. And then you share that in giving self-care to so many others, because again, you're inundated. Everybody wants to get in with you. Like you like the hottest ticket in Charlotte.
2: For mm, real. Thank
0: you, mate. <laughs> but, and then you trying to keep up with that. You're, you start to get neglected. You know, like you're yeah. neglecting your own self-care. So you said... It is because of this. And I know that I'm off. I yes, I eat very healthy foods, but I'm not eating enough, you know? And one of your other stories, you said, even though I'm eating vegan, sometimes I'm eating processed vegan stuff. So I know that I need to make some changes within this. You're like, so, and it is for that reason that I'm getting ready to take off for December and January. And I was like, yay. (laughs) I was I was supportive no so initially I was like what you know because I'm so used to coming to you you're such a huge part of like my thing so I was like oh god but at the same time I felt that in my I mean in my soul I felt yes. that, and I was so proud of you because Thank um you. we just don't especially women we are naturally, and sometimes I say naturally and sometimes society has just ingrained that in us that we are the givers, you know what I mean? Like we give and we glorify, work 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 doing it all handling it all team no sleep like (laughs) i don't want no parts of that you know what i'm saying like and and that's something that i've had to yeah it's something i've had to cut off because that's what you get fed all the time you are superwoman but Mm -hmm. superwoman don't mean doing all the things all the time to the point that you are not only superwoman but super tired super burned out and so you said listen i'm taking a break and again as much as i was like oh i was still like yes let's normalize this
1: yeah yeah knowing how to take
0: breaks and knowing when our bodies need some. because how are you gonna take how how can you be part of my self-care if you're not taking care of yourself exactly so so let's just tell me like how has it been over these last couple it's been about a month and a half now yes six weeks how have these six weeks of your own self-care jamika let me tell you so
1: refreshing right Mm. I didn't realize how tired I was Mm. until I stopped to rest right
2: yeah
1: um because again keep in mind when I started my practice in 2015 it had just been go 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 since then up until December when I decided to take time off
2: yeah
1: you know it had been um making product, processing orders, shipping orders, social media marketing, maintaining my clientele, following up with clients, like just-
0: And you do this by yourself. By I people know? Like, and that's
1: another lesson I've learned. Like having this time to um, pause and rest has been giving me the opportunity to be like, okay, Eris, what do you need?
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, I never had the time or space to really assess what I needed to make things easier for myself because I was always on go,
2: Yeah,
1: you know? And being always on go meant that simple things like eating Mm -hmm. would have to be put on the back burner, you know? yeah. And then I found myself because I only have so much time between clients and then on my lunch break, I'm processing orders. I'm like, well, let me just grab something quick, you know? And because I knew that, i had always had issues with my menstrual cycle and the pain of it, but wasn't really diagnosed with endometriosis until 2017. And so I knew that my body felt best and that symptoms were suppressed when I was on a 100% live food diet, so 100% raw food.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but it takes a lot of time to prep those foods and they don't necessarily travel well when I'm going into work. Right. Yeah. So I would just be like, okay, let me just grab a quick vegan burger, you know, yeah, process. Yeah. Let me just grab, you know, a, a Lara bar or, you know, some type mm-hmm. of fruit and nut bar, you know. And so just quick little things to eat, but never really having a full nourishing meal. The way that I knew that my body, the way that I knew that my body needed to perform properly. Right. Yeah. So, and that I feel like caught up with me over time to the point where it made me sick. Right. And mm-hmm. I was again, struggling with these issues that I hadn't had to deal with for years because I was more in a position than to take better care of myself.
0: And, and not so, sleeping. So you're not getting that. And
1: absolutely absolutely and not exercising like my whole routine because again I'm big on self-care so it's like I know that I need to be exercising every day I know that I need to be getting in the bed by 10 p.m. I know that I need to be preparing healthy meals for myself I know I need to be doing my yoga and my meditation I know I need to be journaling I know I need to be you know spending time with friends and family I know that all of those things contribute to my health yeah but when you're like a two-time entrepreneur, because me dealing with clients is one thing, but then running the skincare line is another.
2: Yeah.
1: It's like, I found myself putting those things off because I just need to get this done. Let yeah. me just get this done and then I'll do, you'll do something for myself. Let me just, and, th- and then it never happens, mm-hmm. you know? So that's when I was like, although it pains me because I've probably... And my almost six years of practicing have only rescheduled like two appointments
0: because, God, that's that's because I'm like,
1: I appreciate it so much that I had people that were wanting to come and see me. I'm like, I would never dream of actually asking them to reschedule, yeah. asking them to cancel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I had prayed so long to have these people. Um, but when I got sick again, I was like, okay, Eris. Mm -hmm. This is like the red flag because I shouldn't be dealing with this, especially when I have the wisdom and the knowledge of how to care
0: for myself. You know, you know better.
1: I know I know better. So then that's when I was like, I'm going to take, because the holidays were coming up. I typically usually take um, half of December off anyway. We'll work the first two months of December and then take the last two weeks off for the holidays. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to take the whole month of December off. And while I'm at it, I'm going to take all of January off as well. <laughs> Put January in here too. You, don't want to you throw that know what? Just throw to. January in there too and give myself two solid months to just focus on me. Yes. Give myself facials, take salt baths, go get a massage, make myself yeah. food, exercise, be out in nature, yeah. you know, and recharge. And it has been just that. I have been in the real world, you yes. know, like, <laughs> even to the point where it's like, I've, I've not really been on social media as much because that's part of my healing as well. Like just yeah. connecting in the real world and just yeah. um, being present in the moment and, you know, taking time to just breathe. Some One day I didn't do anything, but I was like, you know what? I breathed today.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <And> that's, <laughs> that's enough, you know? Yeah. But to answer your question, it has been such a healing and such a therapeutic experience to be able to take time off and to be able to pour into myself
2: yeah
0: I'm so happy for you because again it just needs to be normalized yeah um, I well you know I was a teacher then I transitioned into training and mm-hmm. with the training at the gym that I'm at it's like it's not like if people come in people coming in and so I'm, I'm training huge groups of people and when we first started we didn't have like a solid training team. So I was like the primary mm. trainer. I think we had like 35 to 37 camps a week. And I was training all of them, but two wow. or three, oh. I was so worn down. But what I realized when I got towards the end, when I got to the point uh, where I was just like, I physically couldn't function anymore. I was like in a constant state of exhaustion. Now, mm. And I, and then I felt embarrassed because as a trainer, I was out of shape. I mean, per se, you know what I mean like I, because I wasn't eating right, or when I did, yes. I wasn't eating a, a lot, but then when I did, it was something quick, and so here I am, like putting on body fat, you yes. know, I mean? feeling sluggish, but I'm up here trying to train people. I was like, I almost felt like a fraud, you know. what I mean, like, how yes, am I totally. pushing people to take care of themselves? And here I am running. Right. I'm I'm, I'm saying, yeah, yeah, I was just like in a fog, and then I finally spoke up, not spoke up. So let me take that back. Nobody was forcing me to do that. The reason I had never said anything was just because, again, there's this hustle mentality. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah, this is what you do. So when yeah. I talked to the women, you know, because I'm in a gym that's primarily for women, the women who are actually the franchise partners, the minute I spoke to them and I was like, listen, I'm just physically exhausted. I don't think I can. There's no way I can keep this up. The first mm-hmm. thing they said was like, Okay like tell us what you, you know what I mean it was just a, it was just a matter of just spe- you know saying it, it wasn't even speaking yeah. up for myself cuz it wasn't like they were like get in there you know it wasn't right. that, like, <laughs> a situation it was just, just expressing long- how you feel Yeah but as long as I wasn't saying anything and I'm smiling and hey 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 it looks like it's all good yeah. You know I mean but then the minute I said like I'm exhausted they were like okay, like tell it, tell what can we do? How can we help? Because they're moms too, you know, yeah. running multiple businesses. They're like, okay, like wh- let's talk about it. Let's figure this thing out. So I, that's what I felt when I saw you was like, you knew you were tired, but you had been going for so long. And again, you said, but I've been praying for these clients mm-hmm. and this is my business. And I don't want to disappoint anybody else. We'd rather take care of others, which is fine. But, but, put ourselves to the back, you know, for right. the sake of following through on the purpose. Mm-hmm. And even God rest the child. You know? Yes. yes. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, we need to normalize that taking care of yourself because I Absolutely. can say now my schedule is totally different and I'm so much more rested. But even mm-hmm. in that, I still fight this desire to feel like I need to I show up do more. more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have, I have to fight it. I have to fight yeah. it. Yeah you don't have to be there all the time. And you know, you you do have a worth and your worth is not <laughs> proved in your busyness. You absolutely, it's
1: like, it's about absolutely. Your-
0: yeah, so that's a hard thing. So I was just so inspired by you saying like, I'm gonna do this. But just again, I can't say it enough, normalize this.
1: Normalizing it, yep.
0: It's okay. And it's, it's like,
1: okay. I love what you said about our worth not being tied to our busyness. That is so true and something that I personally am going to continue to repeat to myself like a mantra daily. Yeah. Um, but also us understanding that, especially people in our roles, and even if it's um, stay-at-home moms, because yes. that job gets tiring too. You know? The, the thing that we have to realize and understand is that it is impossible for us to continue to show up in whatever capacity it is right if we're not taken care of and yes. no one can take care of you better than you Fact. right so if it is our desire to give which is i think is natural for women if it's our desire to give and to nurture and to be present the way that we do that yes. is through taking time away and caring for ourselves yes not by overextending ourselves yes
0: and setting mm-hmm. boundaries for ourselves you know what I mean absolutely because like, it's easy for me to get caught up even though I'll say to myself like well you're not working consecutive hours it's like throughout the whole day you're still mm-hmm. kind of doing stuff you know what I mean right. like I'll go do something and then I come back and so it's just kind of setting those boundaries to allow yourself to have mm-hmm. that yesterday I was like frustrated because I had like created this little checklist of things I needed to do. And so I get to the end of the day and I was, I wasn't even talking to my husband, to be honest with you. I was talking out loud to myself. We sit on the bed and I said, God, I just feel like I didn't get anything accomplished today. And he was like, you rested. And I was like, okay you are correct sir you know, <laughs> I mean, like, it, was that, it was that like why do i feel like i have to have this list of things yeah. that i have to get checked off like it is okay to sit and rest so like you said it has to be a daily reminder that you give to yourself because it's easy one day to be like you know what i rest right. okay. and then the next day I'd be like okay so back to this list of things i did not do yesterday right just be like it's okay. You don't it's have so to fair. get it all done and, you know, pick your priority, prioritize right. get those things done and then, but also prioritize your rest.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm just so happy for you. Um, cause I want you yeah. to be well, just as a human. Um, but I also want you to be, you know, well, as part of my self-care, cause you are. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I need people to understand Mm. if you have been looking for something i've been telling everybody and i feel tasha has given me the comfort to find ways to say to people like you know hey i had these skin issues and you know i can see like the it that looks very similar to what i had
2: Mm. so
0: you know i I have i got you know i feel like i had to hook up look i got a girl (laughs) (laughs) y'all i got somebody who can who can change your life now Yeah. now before we go yeah. I have a couple of things what are your plans now Eris, as you yeah. come back to not fall back into the burnout cycle
1: absolutely
0: so I'm looking at so I'm like are you going to I mean i ain't trying to give you your business plan but are we going to find somebody who can fulfill these orders for you yeah
1: no so definitely during this time um delegation has been the main lesson yeah. that I've learned. Like, And that in and of itself for entrepreneurs, I don't know if you can relate, but that can be something that can be challenging too, just as like prioritizing self-care. Mm-hmm. It's like, can't nobody do it like me? <laughs> but it's yeah. like, no, there are fully competent people out there yes. that can help. Um, so that is something um, that I'm gonna be doing, doing some interviews to get someone on board to help with Um, the product side of things with processing and customer service. Yeah. Um, I'm also going to be, so this is a a little bit of a call if there are other estheticians out there who might be watching this who are in the Charlotte area. I've actually had my um, facial technique um, trademarked, and so I'll be able... I'll be able to offer it as a continuing education course to other estheticians. So if you are a licensed esthetician, you'll be able to um, take Aristion skin therapy training, learn how to use the products and offer signature Aristion facials within your practice. Um, And that way that'll give me the opportunity to have other people who were kind of along the same you know, mindset, mind frame, who are able to give uh, treatments other than myself, right, and allow yes. other women to be able to build their clientele as well.
2: Air. So those... <laughs> I'm screaming! I'm literally
1: screaming on the inside! Let's go! I'm so excited, because I'm like, now, hopefully, of course, I want to start in Charlotte, but I definitely want to open this up to estheticians who are in other cities as well. So if you're in DC or Virginia or Miami or New York, you can still have access to signature Aristion treatments. And that kind of takes some of the pressure off of me and feeling yes. like I'm the only one that can do this while at the same time having assistance with the product line um, will help free up you know, some of my time so I can just focus on, doing treatments, you know, and not necessarily have all the other moving pieces that I'm the only one overseeing, yes.
0: overseeing. I could. I'm so serious. I could. <laughs> right I am so proud of you. Thanks, I am you, seriously Lisa. so proud of you. Yes. That is amazing. it's amazing it's inspirational I mean just to see you one take care of yourself and you know I just love you so much but also to somebody listening to this is going to get inspired you know I I feel like part of my calling especially in this new year and one thing I've learned is you know purpose evolves but I do Mm -hmm. feel like part of my purpose right here is like Just women's empowerment, you know what I mean? And and not that I have to go out and do it, but just like sharing the stories of other women to be absolutely look what she did, you know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. like this you so when I hear you say, like, I want to like have a trickle effect for other women, absolutely. (laughs) Serious. I am not exaggerating. I have like this feeling in my chest right now. I could like bawl and cry. I'm so serious. That is amazing, Eris. Thank you, Jamaica. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, God is like, he, he's something else. He's showing out. And I'm so happy that you're allowing him to use you. Like, Thank you. you've already changed lives. Now, not only are you going to change the lives of people who are laying on your table, getting their experience, but yeah. allowing other women to be able to do the same and to, like, provide. So now your experience can be shared through multiple hands.
1: Absolutely. That's exactly the goal.
0: That's oh. exactly the goal. Okay, girl, (laughs) I'm blown away. This is so much more than what I even thought. I'm so happy that we got to have this talk today.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Well, look, tell people where they can find you on Instagram. Let's give them all the deets.
1: Okay. Uh, You can find me on Instagram and on Facebook at Aris Dion Skin Therapy. Uh, My website is arisdion.com. And you can actually browse all of my services and book your appointment right online at that website as well. Um, And yeah, that's it. So Instagram, Facebook, and my website.
0: And you do offer virtual skin consultations too,
1: right? I do, yes. I do virtual consultation and in-office consultations as well.
0: Okay, I think I'm about to send somebody away. Please oh, do. I do. i do I i'd be selfish heiress i know <laughs> but i want you to succeed and i know god gonna make a place for me in your schedule book. oh wait, listen <laughs> not, you know what let me
1: let me say that right now okay yes. Monica? Yes. you are going to always have a place <laughs> with me. Yes. Period.
0: Okay, you don't have I, to worry about nobody taking your spot. Okay, I appreciate it. I'm like, I can't nobody <laughs> take my spot. I take, look, mm-hmm. I, my little bottles are like halfway, and I freaked out the other day. And I don't like texting you on the side, but I was like, eh. air. <laughs> oh. So, look, I got to order this. I just need you to know, okay? And then, look, and then I'll be you. double-checking. I'll order be sending back. Right now, right, I'll be like, I, I, my order, I just placed it. Like, you don't get the notification. I just placed my order, Erin. It's like, that will never run out in my household. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank, Thank you me. so much, Jameika, right. honestly, for the support and for the love. I'm so grateful to have you in my life, for sure. I, the work I'm, that you're doing is amazing.
0: Oh, thank you, Ares. I'm just so happy to have brought us together. Like, I've loved you yes. since the day I met you. I just felt like we had already known each other forever. Yeah. Um, and I'm just so happy to know you. So grateful that you changed my life and so excited for all of the other lives that you're about to change. You are it, ma'am thank you yeah, so everybody just go ahead and follow her because you're gonna you're gonna see her on tv she's gonna be on tv <laughs> talking to people and you can be like i follow her i know her I her. so just go ahead and, and no but seriously y'all if you've been dealing with anything with your skin and you've been to all the dermatologists and they have kind of like turned you off and made you think it can't happen Your skin can get clear. Get even if you don't live in Charlotte. Get a skin consultation with her. Help her to let her help you figure out which one of her products um, work for you. Because now you don't just have one. You got different. It's levels too. It's levels. levels Yeah. So she can find the correct, you know, level for you, Mm -hmm. um, and and she she can work that miracle for you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. (laughs) I love you. Thank you. I love you. Um, This won't be our last one. We'll be coming back and talking about like how Aristion Skin Therapy has taken over the nation. So we'll come back. And talk <laughs> about that. So we'll just, we'll set a date and we'll come back and share with the people sounds like a plan okay well um guys thanks for tuning in if you have any additional questions about eras or anything that she offers i'll have that in the show notes for you so you just go back look in the show notes or you can check us out uh, on instagram at looking for my fit Uh, also on facebook at looking for my fit and i'll have all the information for there too as always thank you all for tuning in and we will check you all later bye bye And as always, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. And if you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to subscribe, rate, and share. And if you'd like to get just a little bit more in between each episode, you can follow me on both Instagram and Facebook at Looking For My Fit.
2: All right, guys, I'll see you on the next episode.